Welcome to the Earthside Birth Podcast, a space created with the intention to provoke independent thought in women within a culture that has conditioned her to allow others to do the thinking for her. I'm your host, Petra Mesa, a radical midwifery student, doula, mother, and a former nurse who walked away from the medical system and never looked back. I invite you, sister, to join me on an exploration of the true creative power of women on my journey into independent birth work as I dive deep into topics covering pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Merry come and merry meet beauties. In this space, there is only the intention for the highest good of all, rooted in love. Nothing discussed in this podcast should be considered medical advice. I am not a doctor. Pregnancy is not a disease, and birth is a physiological, non-medical event. Mary Me Beauties, Petra here, coming to you just days before the winter solstice and getting our first taste of winter weather. It actually feels very much that winter is here. We really, I really feel it coming in and um, we got our first taste of um, winter weather today. We have been having um, some snow flurries on and off um, and it's really incredible because the sky will just get really dark and we'll get these like really strong flurries come in and then all of a sudden the sun will come out and it's just so peaceful and beautiful and um, even the children notice how beautiful it is and what a gift this is. My daughter even made note of the sun coming out and she just lit up um, and was just in such admiration of the beauty of this season. And it's such a good reminder that within the season of winter, there are always messages of and signs of the return of the light, right? That promise that the light will return. And so while winter is a season to go inward, to do the inner work, it's also a season of hope, a season of promise, right? For um, better times, warmer times, um, and the return of the light, right? And while it's important to do this inner work, it's also important to hold on to that, um, the other side, the, the trust um, and the hope that the light will return. And my last episode was all about empowerment and things that you can do in order to live an empowered life. Unsurprisingly, and immediately after I recorded that, um, 
it came to my attention once again because it does come to my attention um, from time to time that there are people out there who choose to live in the darkness in the winter of the soul right um, who instead of doing the shadow work and understanding their shadow learning from their shadow and being able to call on their shadow aspects when needed they choose to live in their shadow whether they do this knowingly or not is a different story but nonetheless it is a choice and people come into our lives no matter what the extent of the relationship no matter how long they stay in our lives right for a reason though they come into our lives for a reason and everything we experience throughout our lives has a purpose I've said it at least once before I feel like I say this all the time but there are lessons to be learned in absolutely everything and some of our experiences some of these interactions some of these people are meant to challenge us in order for us to level up so to speak in order for us to grow and become better versions of ourselves but ultimately to challenge not just um, our physical bodies but also our emotional mental um, and spiritual bodies as well and you may even find yourself in similar situations repeatedly or perhaps the same kind of people right keep coming into your life uh, and creating these recurring situations right or co-creating these recurring situations because let's remember that you have a part in every experience that you go through right you are part of the equation so you have you play a, a, a part in the creation of these experiences and it's important to take accountability for that as well um, but the reason you see these recurring personalities and experiences arise is because you didn't learn the lesson that that experience meant to taught you to teach you excuse me um, in the first place and right because think about it once you live an experience to the fullest once you really feel it know it and understand it you gain the wisdom and the insight that um, that experience entered your life and, and came into your life um, in the first place for right and after you are through that after you come out of that experience you don't tolerate those kind of personalities and those kinds of situations anymore you are in a place now where you actually will not let you will not allow these things to happen anymore 
or these people to take up your time and energy. And so certain personalities and situations over the past week um, have brought a lot of things back um, into my attention to back to my attention um some of these things uh are comical some of these things are are truly laughable um at this point in my life and other things that still hurt to a certain degree and that's okay because the hurt is what brings the lesson Right? I welcome these challenges. Um, I'm here to be better. Um, I'm here to master the polarity that is the world that we live in, right? I'm here to build my conscious awareness um, and my emotional intelligence. And that's my soul's purpose, you know, and I do that through my relationships, particularly with my relationships. Um, or through my relationships with other women, um, you know, because what I do demands me to be better. The women that I serve, they, they deserve the best version of me possible. So, you know, it, what I do is sacred. Um, I take it very seriously. And so I am always in a position where I am trying to be better. I am, I am consciously trying to grow and learn. Um, but not everybody is here to do that. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, so this week I found myself very much challenged. Um, but I spend and have spent a lot, a lot of time doing some serious inner work. Um, and over the past several weeks in particular, I have been doing a tremendous amount of shadow work. And now the funny thing about shadow work is, you know, it's, I mean, it's incredible. The the minute you really start looking at these parts of yourself and um, the minute you really start putting that work into action, right? And living an empowered life um, through your conscious decision making, right? And, and through, um, through that inner work, the minute you start living that as that better version of yourself with that wisdom, that is when you are challenged, right? And it's those parts of yourself that you look at in shadow work and you the specific aspects of yourself that you intentionally change that are challenged. And it's almost immediately after you put, start putting it, you know, to use, so to speak, um, you find yourself being challenged with these certain situations and, and people. Um, 
for example, um, you know, I've been particularly working on um, the my ability to remain objective, but also my impulsive reactivity, which has been a real problem for me throughout my life. And that's just an unfortunate fact. Um, but I do have the awareness and I do have the uh, desire and the intention to change that. So I have been really working on that for a long time. But particularly, again, over the past few weeks. Um, so, you know, but it's like, it's like you, you put the work in, you know, you go through this winter of the soul, you, you, you observe yourself, um, you put the intention in, uh, you set that intention to change, you make the change, you add the conscious awareness, the conscious decision making, um, and you turn that intention into action, right? And that's empowerment. As I discussed in my last episode, that is empowerment, turning that action Uh, turning that intention into action through conscious decision making so you do that through shadow work Um, but it's incredible because it's like you're doing the work and you're like really like you're doing a great job right you're like yeah um, you know you you see the changes in yourself and and you're like rocking this shit right and all of a sudden something happens and here comes your shadow creeping back up and challenging you and is like are are you sure are you sure that this is who you really are uh, that that's not how you act that's not you you're not objective you're not patient you're you're not calm like that and um and even like to the point where you will start thinking like almost like look look at what these people are doing like right like look at what those people are doing look at what um look at what these people are saying about you don't you have something to say don't you have something to do about that um you know those very aspects are challenged um and for me that's what happened um over the past few days so it's just so crazy the timing how 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 it works um but it works for your for your benefit it's meant to you know challenge you you know again to level up to level up to step in this empowerment to be a better version of yourself um see because your shadow never disappears right and if you're doing shadow work thinking you're gonna eliminate your shadow you're only going to end up being very disappointed in yourself the goal is to become aware of your shadow aware of these behaviors and patterns your emotional reaction and your your um your mental patterns even right your thoughts your thought patterns um your false belief systems all of these things it's meant for you to become aware of these things and change them by staying objective by first observing right and now the there's a funny thing is that People will say that they're being observing, that they're just kind of, they're, oh, I'm staying out of it, um, you know, or uh, they're doing these, oh, I'm staying out of it, or I'm being objective, I, I'm, 
you know, not picking sides. I'm seeing everything from, you know, a bird's eye view. I'm staying out of this. Um, but And really, they're not. They're actually doing quite the opposite. So oftentimes you see people that state certain things, but their actions just don't align with their words. And, you know, and the thing is, your actions, of course, speak louder than your words. So while you may not be realizing you're doing this, I promise you that other people are seeing it. Other people notice. Um, so yeah, maybe just be objective with yourself. Are you doing this? Do you are you, do you do these things? I know for a fact that I've I'm I've been guilty of it. You know, there's no judgment here, but. It's something to really think about because um, it's really just draining on not only your energy, but the energy of everybody else around you. Um, And nobody is here to do the work for you and convince you and, you know, to bring it to your attention. You know, hopefully you gain the awareness on your own and make the changes on your own. Because again, empowerment is... uh, comes from the self nobody else can empower you so even if somebody does bring these things to your attention what you do with it is up to you so there's that Uh, but this week really brought my sister wound and even my mother wound into the foreground of my life and it's been months Really, like it's been a long time since I really felt that. And, you know, as far as the sister wound goes, I mean, I'm used to seeing like this kind of toxic women against women. Um, I see it in birth work, right? Particularly um, uh, among care providers, you know, licensed versus unlicensed and whatever. But this is the first time in a long time that I saw it outside of the birth community and it really kind of caught me off guard. And it's sad to say that the fact is that the sister wound is just alive and thriving. And it's not just here. It's not just in your local community or your little circle. It is all over the world. It's everywhere. And what it looked like this past week, it did look like uh, women policing women, uh, telling other women what to do, uh, you know, with this kind of false sense of authority, like they, they were actually had the right or even the capability of doing such a thing. Um, it was really, it's really kind of pompous when you think about it. Um, it looked like um, forced apologies or let me say attempted forced apologies Um, because women that own themselves women that are in their power they don't they don't acknowledge nonsense like that so it looked like attempted forced apologies again this like delusional idea that um, that that's even a thing that you have the right to do that 
to anybody else, but especially to other women is just like absolutely atrocious. Um, it looked like false accusations, finger pointing. Um, and the saddest thing to me was the invalidation, the invalidation, the invalidation of other women, their opinions, their feelings, uh, their experiences, um, it's it I, I can't even really find the words but that is not my definition of empowerment that's actually quite the opposite that is in fact living in your shadow not with your shadow in your shadow and it is just so sad that so many women are choosing to live this way and to treat each other this way. It's a choice, okay? Everything comes down to personal choice, everything. Okay, you choose to police other women. Um, you choose to act this way. You choose to put on that false sense of authority that's not given to you that's a choice you choose to do that and again empowerment um is you know comes comes from your conscious decision making okay and so are you consciously making decisions that empower you that um support other women in their empowerment that validate other women and their experiences? Are you unconsciously living from your ego or within your shadow? Think about it. Because it can go either way. And again, there's no judgment. I just hope that the people that need to hear this actually hear it. And you know, I'm... <laughs> I consider myself an introvert. Um, it really takes a lot for me to become a part of a community. Um, it takes a lot of encouragement and dare I say a lot of nagging uh, to become a part of a community. And a lot of women I, f I, I think feel the same way or are the same way um, because so many of us have been living for other people um people pleasers or we we've been you know living to make other people happy and we've been choosing um or making our life decisions um around the desires and happiness and contentment of others of anybody else but ourselves and a lot of us are just discovering or rediscovering who we are. And to put our authentic selves out there, so to speak, is really hard. And it feels very unsafe. Especially when the real us, right? Our authentic selves 
were abused and neglected or abandoned, it's really, really hard to, uh, to trust enough to put ourselves out there. Um, it's a defense mechanism. And anyway, I did join a, this community um, in which I, I actually did feel very safe. And, and I do, and I do feel very safe in this community. And part, partly that's because of my own inner work journey, my own healing journey. I, again, I've put so much work into myself and um, taking responsibility for my things, for what is mine and, and holding myself accountable. Um, but also there are genuinely very cool, very real, very connected people in this community. Um, many of which who are, are very like-minded. Um, and so now people don't realize this, right? But your central nervous system, it can't tell time. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't know the difference between your past trauma and this like perceived danger. Um, there are no personalized messages coming through, you know, being sent from your neurons to your brain. Like you don't have a little keyboardist at the end of every neuron going, you know, I know this guy standing next to us in line at the grocery store, like kind of looks like the guy that sexually assaulted you last summer, but I promise you it's not, this is not that person. Like you don't get that message. You just get the, oh my God, that trigger is all of a sudden there. And, you know, it takes a lot to work through all, all of that. Um, so the point is that I went from feeling very safe to all of a sudden not feeling safe at all um, because of that, because my central nervous system cannot tell the difference of um, being attacked in my past um, from women and being attacked, um, you know, in this very like virtual, like not really, th you know, threatening environment. So not physically threatening anyway, right? Because mental threats and psychic threats are, are very real actually. Um, so I, I had to deal with the physiological and and physical manifestations of this throughout the week and now that's my responsibility and i will say hell i did a great job okay i didn't go into um fight mode i didn't tell people about themselves which is very you know people listening if you know me i i hear your round of applause and i really appreciate that thank you so much because let me tell you something you know, not that long ago, it would have been a very different experience, not just for me, but for the other people involved. Um, so to pat myself on the back, because that is important to give yourself credit when you have put in so much work, I did a really great job at getting through this in every aspect of it. Um, but 
I'm not telling you this to feed my ego and I'm not telling you this um, to to put blame or guilt on other people. The only reason I'm sharing this is because if this happens to you, I want you to know that it's normal and that your body is actually doing a really great job at keeping you alive, at keeping you safe and a way to get through these things is to speak to speak gratitude into your body to acknowledge these parts of yourself yourself your body where you're holding this trauma where you're feeling these uh triggers come up and filling those spaces with gratitude thank you so much Thank you so much. This I'm so grateful for this body and for my ability to keep myself safe. Thank you. Thank you, body. Thank you, physical body, um, for keeping me alive and for caring so much to keep me safe. Um, the kindness and love to yourself is very healing and will help you can help you anyway navigate through these things and get through them um, in a healthy way Um, but when we go through trauma such extensive trauma our central nervous system is so dysregulated and it takes time it takes time and it takes awareness and that is work it's work And it's important to be patient with yourself. If you want it, if you want the healing, if you want the empowerment, these things will come to you. So the other thing that came up, as I said before, was um, my mother wound. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very vigilant around men you know due to extensive trauma and my exposure to toxic masculinity throughout my life but I absolutely get blindsided by the behaviors and actions of women because I tend to let my guard down around women and I absolutely tend to be more gullible with women um you know not everybody grew up with a nurturing mom right who made them feel safe um and so i tend to my inner child tends to seek out what i did not get from my own mother within my personal relationships not my professional relationships but my personal relationships with women um and i also give a lot of nurturing right that's what comes from my wound also is uh nurturing uh, over nurturing some at times too towards other to other people 
right? To try and fill that void within myself, but also to uh, not let anybody else um, experience that pain, experience that void. And that's a lot of responsibility to take on that's not really mine. It's very heavy and it's exhausting in every sense. Um, And again, these situations that arise repeatedly happen when we still need to learn that lesson, right? That lesson that comes with the experience. And I think that this is it. I think that this is, this is one for me um, that has come up time and time again, um, this kind of blindsiding uh, from the actions and behaviors of women um, and being attacked by women when I, I, I really don't expect it. It really catches me off guard. Um, and it evokes that physiological uh, reaction, right? That um, trauma state, you know, that fight or flight or freeze mode. And I absolutely found myself in freeze mode, uh, which I have not experienced again for, for months. So I'm so grateful for the awareness that I had to be able to recognize that within myself. Um, and yeah, it just particularly hurts to be attacked by other women. I mean, especially because the work I do, I'm, I'm always looking for a sense of sisterhood and I'm always looking for community among women. It's, it's what I do. And again, I guess it's just a really good reminder that not everybody is on the same page. Community doesn't look the same to everybody, right? Sometimes community for, for some people looks like they are in authority, have authority over other people in the community. And that's just not my speed. So um, the physical manifestations that came up were quite interesting, actually. I, um, you know, I was diagnosed with a degenerative disc disease in, in my spine at 18 years old. Um, I have multiple or several rather um, herniated discs and um, quite intense muscle spasms uh, all throughout my neck and my back. Um, so I have been in pain for a lot of my life, but I came to the realization um, over the past few months that so much of that pain regardless of the diagnoses that I, I had gotten, so much of that pain was immediately connected, directly impacted and caused by my trauma. And so I actually, after years, years um, of being in, I mean, severe agony at times, um, have been pretty pain-free over the past few months because of the changes that I've made in my life and because of the awareness 
um, that I've gained, um, as well as the emotional intelligence. And so one of the things that happened that I experienced was intense lower back pain, but particularly, um, particularly sciatica pain, okay, which is um, nerve pain that shoots like down into your legs um, from the base of your spine. And so, um, but also like just pelvic pain in general. Um, it, it was like my whole pelvis, my hips, um, like basically everything that encompasses my womb space. How interesting is that? Um, and now, you know, your womb space is related to your root chakra and your root chakra, um, not only is what grounds you. So I believe that my body was, was, um, showing me, um, my ungrounding, but also my need to, you know, it was a reminder to ground, um, and keep myself grounded but also it's uh related to uh not only family of course right because it encompasses your womb space but security and directly correlates to safety the feeling of safety okay so i want you to understand that this was a very real um physical manifestation of um trauma of a trauma response and what I did was I listened to my body and I spoke to my body just as I I you know suggested you do just a few minutes ago if you find yourself in situations certain situations but what a gift it was that after weeks of it being just too cold to sit on the ground okay let alone stand on the ground and in bare feet um the sun was shining it was warm it was beautiful it was like in the 60s almost and I sat on the ground and grounded to the earth and felt the sun and I sat there for I don't even know how long um the better part of two hours for as long as I could while my children napped um and I acknowledged this pain and I acknowledged the cause and I acknowledged that I am not in an unsafe environment anymore I spoke to my body I spoke to the pain um I sat with it and I nurtured it just as my inner child is searching for that nurturing I nurtured that pain that is rooted in my trauma and when I tell you that uh, I woke up the next day and was completely pain-free I mean that I would have never known I would have never known It, it was like I never experienced it at all so I'm not saying that it's easy I'm not saying that it's it it's easy work um, and it's not obvious, um, but it can help. It can help. Um, 
But you know, the most devastating part of this whole thing, I, it, you know, is that the patriarchy works best. It thrives and, and, and even flourishes through women. Okay. And oftentimes situations arise that seemingly are um, like it's, you know, it's an, it's a women's issue or it, it seems to even be on the outside um, pro women, you know, it has like this pro women narrative. Um, but on the inside at its core, it really serves a patriarchal agenda. And the patriarchy most easily enters your life presented as a wolf in sheep's clothing through women. Through women policing other women, telling everybody else what to do uh, or that you're wrong or having your feelings and, and thoughts and beliefs invalidated by other women, by all of the things that I've already discussed. That is the patriarchy, my friends. That is what we have been conditioned and taught and told and programmed about ourselves, our entire lives. That is the system. And we have endured this for centuries, for generations, and personally uh, throughout our entire lives. And some people, some women, have the audacity to do this to other women. And I really hope that you recognize this within yourselves because I sure as hell do. I see it. And I know that there are other women out there that see it too. We are told that we're wrong, that we need to behave a certain way. every part of our lives that we can do, that we can't do, that we can be, that we can't be, our entire lives. And some women have the audacity to do this to other women. That is shameful at best. And dangerous at its worst. And um, please don't confuse my passion for anger. There is no space for anger here. But this is a real problem. A real problem among women and it needs to be addressed 
and it needs to be spoken about. It needs to be brought into other women's perspective because we don't realize we don't realize how devastating how detrimental it is to this sisterhood that a lot of us are trying to not only heal but build on build we're trying to build something greater and you can't fix it within yourself if you don't know it's there and that is simply what I'm trying to do um you know there's also this push for um more men or more women or less men less women whatever in these you know groups a lot of the time you know, under the guise of equality and, oh, we got to balance it out. But, you know, if you, if you balanced it out within yourself, it wouldn't be an issue. And every single one of us is capable of that, okay? We all encompass elements of the divine masculine and the divine feminine within us, okay? That's why we have the ability to use our emotions and our logic. That's why we have both. And is the imbalance within yourself? I want you to really think about that because people have turned a like a them issue into a everybody else issue. And there is a tremendous lack of responsibility and there's a tremendous lack of accountability um, going on here on top of the, la- the, the tremendous lack of inner work being done. And again, it really needs to be addressed. And I'm not here to force anybody to do anything that is impossible, okay? I am not capable of, of forcing people to do anything. Again, everything comes down to personal choice. All I can do is share with you and um, bring to your attention that this is an issue. All right. Um, Again, this season, it is a season of darkness, but there is, there is the season within the season. There is the messages, the signs of the return of the light. Okay. And that's what I'm hoping for. That is my hope for this season is that you are in a position where you can be objective of yourself and you can do the inner work so that in the next season we can flourish we can grow we can call in the abundance of love to this sister wound Uh, i mean i've spoken on it before it's got to heal and there are a lot of us that are are understanding of this and aware of this but there are you know for every one of us that is there is 10 of us that are not and I only only come from a place of love I've said it once I will say it until I am in the ground I am only here for the highest good of all And that is my only intention. 
And with that, my friends, dear sisters, I ask, will you accept the challenge, the challenge of the season? Will you accept the challenge that your shadow brings you, the, the experiences and situations that, uh, that enter your life? Will you accept the challenge or will you choose to live in your shadow and continue to let this wound thrive? I am sending you all so much love, so much love, and wishing you only blessings, always. And with that, I wish you all the best throughout this season. Looking forward to speaking to you again soon. Blessed be, sisters.